Hey, welcome to episode one of the Ricochet Podcast. I'm Shay, and I'm joined by my co-host, my brethren, my best friend, Mr. Akmal Boulevard. Yo, yo, what's good, people? How you doing today, brother? Uh, Not so bad, not so bad. Can't complain, you know? That's great to hear. I'm always glad to hear that, especially in the times of post-COVID or current COVID or whatever you want to call it, this this new normal yeah yeah um so actually you know to kind of kick things off i guess i want to know something positive uh that you could speak to that happened this previous week because we all know the negative you know we tired of being home tired of wearing masks uh, we can't go to the beach can't vacation so tell me something positive that you experienced this week um Got an opportunity to learn some more tech stuff. Um, hopefully advance, you know, some career, make some career changes. So we'll see how that goes. Um, and then another good news, like from even my friends, you know, hearing that certain things happening in their lives that, you know, that's that's pretty dope, you know. So that's good. How about yeah, you? What's up? Man, you know what? I tell you the most positive thing that happened to me this week was that I did not get sick. I was a little bit of a hypochondriac this week, taking my temperature three, four times a day because I had some little mini fever of 99 degrees and I was ready to lose my shit when I thought I had coronavirus. But I'm glad to say that, you know, it was in vain and I'm feeling good. I'm feeling better. So that's that's all the positivity I need right now. Right, right. All right. So I guess let's get right into it. Um, got a few things we could talk about today. Um, but I want to get started with music. I know both of us have a love for music. And uh, Summer just released a new EP, Summer Walker. And Snow Allegra released a single, which I thought was going to be an EP. I think she posted like a picture of what looked like a CD case. So I assumed it was going to be a full project, but the, uh, it was just a single and I loved it. Um, what were your opinion? Did you hear both projects first? Yeah, I heard Summer's first and then um, I heard the other single afterwards. It was cool. Uh, Summer, I mean, it was an EP. I think it was just something for her to release. I don't think it was like, you know, it wasn't bad songs. Uh, it was this one new um, person, artist, that she kind of introduced on there or that I never heard of. I don't know his name. Uh, like something Noah, I think. No, um, no one, Noah, no one, Noah. Noah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it, it, it kind of gave a dope vibe, you know. It kind of reminded me because... I wasn't a summer fan when she kind of blew up, even though I was kind of familiar with her, but I didn't know it was Summer Walker, the one who had the single with Drake. Like I heard a song and, you know, a project before, but um, once I realized who it was, I kept on, you know, digging. So this project kind of reminded me of that EP. I think it's called Clear or something. It kind of reminded me a mixture of where she at now and then Clear, so with the guitar and all that good stuff. Uh, Snowa, that's her, her name? I don't want to mispronounce Snow. her name. Snow. Snow Allegra. Miss Allegra yeah. to you. 
Don't Miss Allegra, for sure. Miss Allegra. <laughs> Miss Allegra. Um, you know, she got a dope vibe. Uh, and that song, you know, was, I think, one of the most, uh, I don't know how to say it, but I guess, I don't want to say commercial, but I can hear it on different radio stations, you know. It's just not stuck on one station, so... Maybe um maybe that would take her to maybe maybe her project is like an introduction to what to expect from her project. So if that's the case, it's, we should be in for a treat. Yeah, I'm hoping that um that's some insight to what her project is gonna be like. I'm excited. Um, I'm a big fan of Snows. I'm a big fan of Summer too, which is why I was kind of sad that I was so underwhelmed by this EP. Underwhelmed? Yeah. Those are the harsh words. I, I can see if you're not saying that hey, you have to love it or anything, but underwhelmed like it's... Underwhelmed. Wow. I mean, listen, vocabulary is important these days. Entanglements, underwhelmed. Like, I have to be <laughs> accurate with my words, okay? I was underwhelmed. Um, it's not that it was bad, but I guess when you set the bar so high as an artist... I'm expecting you to either match or exceed it. And this project for me didn't meet. It didn't meet or exceed her previous projects. It was longer. It wasn't the little one minute bops that we normally get. But I can tell that she sounds different. Maybe it's due to her plastic surgery. Not, Remember not I asked you that? Remember yeah. I asked you that? Yeah, I was wondering because I, I did I, notice I that on tell, like it, But she doesn't sound yeah, bad. It sounds different, but yeah. it sounds less soulful, kind of. Mm-hmm. I think the first track probably um, was dope. And then White Tea, I fuck with that. The other two, you know, kind of, I don't want to say forgettable, but how many songs on there? Four? I think it's like five or six. Oh, no. No, it's not. It's four. It, uh, well, uh, it's five. It's five. Well, still, you like two out of five. That's not. That's, that's not that? bad. See? That's not bad. That's not that's, bad because, yeah, it's not bad because back in the day when people had no choice but to buy CDs, they would only get two or three good songs. Everything else is fillers. That's not fair. That's not fair. It's some artists with some complete projects. Now? No, I'm saying back in the day. <laughs> yeah, now back in the day, but I still, mean, it was still, that's why they had an A side and B side. Yeah, but nowadays, you can find some good projects. Yeah, for a sure. Five song projects. So I guess, be, so what project or what artist do you expect to have? Not expect, but who do you want to see drop something? Well, I'm excited about Snow now. Um, I want her to drop a new album. I'm in my R&B bag right now. So, you know, R&B, soul, these whispering uh, R&B artists, I I mess with that. Like, that's the realm I'm in right now. So, anybody, um, you know, I like Lucky Day. Like, a lot, a lot of those, um, I guess, not as mainstream artists or on their way to being mainstream, mainstream capable artists, but in that R&B realm, that's what I'm listening to right now. I think I'm listening to still the old everyday Stevie Wonder's Eyes of the Brothers type shit, but then Kendrick, 
I would like to hear him see. Well, I would like mm. to, I would like to hear him drop something, even if it's just one song. Um, oh yeah, that's true. Love Kendrick. Um, who else? Yeah, I've been getting into Lucky Dave. Like I always was familiar with like one or two tracks I like, and I seen some live performances of them, but I really been sitting in with his projects lately. Uh, yeah, it gives you a nice a nice R and B feel. Um, soul. Bilal, I would like to see if Bilal coming. You gotta on. have soul. Yeah, for sure. Have you heard anything? You got any reason to think that he's cooking up something right now? Nah, no, I've heard anything. I don't know. All right, so before we get into some different type of topics i think um the main the main thing from this week has been red tables and entanglements and um i just kind of want to hear your take on the jada pinkett interview where she addresses her relationship with august um while talking to her husband will smith and her use of the word entanglement now let me just say that the jokes are funny the memes are hilarious right but what it really speaks to is our lack of vocabulary as a people because when i looked (laughs) but when i looked up the definition of the word entanglement which I'm going to read. It is a complicated or compromising relationship or situation, which was completely accurate to describe the situation that was going on with her in August. The fact that we're so surprised by this word. And is, it's not that we're surprised. It's like that kind of downplayed what she said. That's why Will was like, yo, like you got to kind of water it down. Dump, like, cause everybody don't know. So that's why I think Will stepped in and was like, Hey, Come on, say what it is. You know what I'm saying? Don't say entanglement. It was an entanglement. Yeah, it was. It was. It was for sure. But see, it goes back to another thing. <clears throat> Not about vocabulary, but how, I guess, society kind of, like, put these celebrities on these pedestals for, like, relationship goals, you know? When, mm-hmm. obviously, they got their own shit going on. So it's like, now, it was it was crazy because I seen somebody tweet or something. Um, I want to Iman and Tiana Taylor fuck Will and Jade. I was like, see, that's the problem. Won't you try to <laughs> get your own shit and stop trying they to move doing that fast? Yeah. <laughs> but then it's like that's you know, um, even the word entanglement and just even how much we invested into this. I guess it maybe it's a good distraction. Maybe you know, mm-hmm. and it's unfortunate that we using their entanglement as entertainment. It's crazy that it's even entertaining because, I mean, how many people haven't been in a situation like this? I think that's why a lot of people people use it now because they realize, (laughs) hey, that's what it was. I mean, I looked up like the synonyms affair or romance. Like, okay, it's just. But see, that's what people, that's what people heard, you know, and that's good (laughs) that, you know, I guess she introduced. Because I guess, I don't know. It was like a vocabulary lesson. 
But out of all of that, that's what people took out of it. <laughs> that it was an entanglement. Because we already knew, well, in our minds, because we didn't know anything. We weren't so there. So why in our mind, say anything at all? And just... Well, we still would have been going. like, she lying. But she didn't, <laughs> if she don't say anything, that don't mean she's lying. That's what we would have felt like. She letting that man, she's leaving him out, you know, to dry. To die on this hill alone. How? Because he's already declaring what the situation was. But see, um, I guess that's the consequences when you when they take him. I mean, listen, it's mighty funny how she brought August to the red table talk. It was like two parts. It was like, it was mad long. And to address her wrongdoing, that bitch sat down for 13 minutes and said well, it was an entanglement. So, uh, have you been in an entanglement? I, yeah. Yes, I, yes, I have. Yes, I have. In fact, the person who was wrong in an entanglement was you the wrong? I was August in the situation. I was the vulnerable young plaything that was taken advantage of in this situation and the person who i was in the entanglement with didn't even have an issue when this episode came out in fact they sent me a message and was like yeah play your part <laughs> so still no regrets nothing and you was, was like okay <laughs> yes <laughs> i was like yeah i get it play your part three stacks keep your heart yeah, that's all I that's that's all I remember. <laughs> Once you get into those type of situations, keep your heart. <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. Cause I think even at a certain age, you know, and especially if you experience certain things, you kinda know when you get into uh, uh an entanglement, you know. Mm-hmm. You know it's not nothing bad, but it feels good and whatever, but you know that it's not gonna end well. Or it's gonna end. You know it. You know it. But, you know, what I find funny is that while everybody was focusing on the word entanglement, nobody really said anything about Will's body language. Like, Will's body language said more to me than anything in the entire interview. He looked like, I don't really have time for this. Like, this is your fault. You brought this kid around, and now I have to waste 15 minutes out of my day to sit and talk about this. His head is cocked to the side. His facial expression is very indifferent. But it's not only that, it's embarrassing. Not embarrassing, but it's like, I mean, that's why I like Will had have to be, I don't know if it's like uh, a ride or die thing, but even with the whole ride and die, that doesn't mean that you can <laughs> accept like infidelity type shit, you know? Man, that like, was so don't... toxic. It was. You don't think that line was toxic? No, not even the, the whole, Bad marriage whole for relationship. Life. But see, that's what... I don't know if it's just, you know, when you have power and you can be able to grow freely and just do whatever and make mistakes and just cover it up. That mm-hmm. shit always come around. Yeah. And I guess everybody, you know... And I think they hit it so well. So that's why it's a big thing now. Because mm-hmm. for a long time, they was, you know... <laughs> Y'all go. Well, 
at least one person I follow said they still goals. I don't know what that means about her relationships and what she is into, but it doesn't seem promising. So would you be able to stay in a marriage with someone that had gotten into an entanglement with somebody? Um, I mean, I think relationships are complex, right? I think you would then have to look at your part in it, you know, uh, where you were in your relationship, um, were you doing all that you can do? And then remember those vows, like, can I get past it? Can I forgive? Do I think that this person is capable of change? Is this something that is going to be a repeated behavior or was it an isolated incident? Like it's a bunch of different factors that I would have to consider. Um, I don't necessarily think that cheating is the end all be all because, you know, we're human, we make mistakes and, you know, temptation is everywhere. Sometimes we succumb to them, but excuse me, but um, I guess just trying to figure out whether or not you can get past it and can you get past it in a healthy way? And I, I mean, like, do I have to cheat back? No. Like, can I just forgive and move on without seeking some type of retribution? Because that's no type of healing if I have to do that. It'll further damage the relationship. So I I think that I could, but I'm not in that situation to really say whether or not I really could. What about you? Um, I guess it depends on how much love in love with that person you is. And then I don't know if I'm not, I don't know. I haven't because I'm, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> no, no. Because it's like when I think about it now, it's just like even if you, it's that, that trust, you know what I'm saying? That, I don't know. You have to have a certain type of relationship. Maybe their relationship is where they can't get, because, you know, they said that they wasn't together when she, I guess got romantically involved with dude, but now um, that they back together, it's like, does that mean that you love that person that much that where you can't, you accept anything? You know what I'm saying? Because they had history. No telling how long it took for her to get to the point where she cheated or whatever, you know? It's not like it happened in the beginning. Now, if I'm with a chick and then the first two, like, even five years, ten years in our marriage, she already stepped out, then nah. But see, I think the disrespect, what makes that situation worse for me and maybe unforgivable is that you had this person around myself and my kids under a different but, premise. And then now all of a sudden you guys are dating. How did this guy go from being on his deathbed well, maybe even she told nothing. Will, because I think she honest and told Will, like, look, this such and such. And then I think at the same time, she wasn't trying to make Will look like a bitch, you know? Yeah, but think about it. If somebody, if your girl tell you, hey, I'm off to sleep with this dude, that's But that, what that normal situation, like, that's, that's what I'm saying, like, celebrities and everything. That's why I said in the beginning, like, we should not compare our situation to celebrities, because they got so much other different situations that, that we don't have, you know? Yeah. I can agree with that. Um, whatever Because it's certain them. shit, like, you can... How many friends you know that took niggas back that cheated on? You know what I'm saying? All of them. 
And shit, I know, I know my man, you know, a couple of my folks know that they girl, like, even if they don't have no proof, but it's, it's just something, you know what I'm saying? But that's the thing. I always find that it's different. You, you said how many of my female friends, females are usually more prone to that. But you type think a lot, gifts. you think some men don't like men wouldn't talk about it. You know, the girl, they girl ain't going to say nothing be like, oh yeah, I'm, it's just like an untold like how many friends? All right, let's take it back. How many friends you know that have cheated on a nigga and don't, and it never been I a situation. The fifth. I no, 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 no. All right, so, so, no. all right, <laughs> you plead the fifth. All right, true. Right, right. I get it. <laughs> but no, nah, but even if they think their nigga don't know, that nigga know. But I'm not gonna. Don't know. Niggas ain't stupid. Niggas ain't stupid. Niggas are definitely stupid. Nah. You nah. know I know niggas stupid. Because niggas think they girl don't know that they cheating. That's how I know niggas are stupid. They know. We'll see. They don't I ain't going to show my nigga. They, they, <laughs> they be like, they so I'm going to just do, you know. Dudes I talk to think they are so low. And they just don't understand how much they girl know. And they just let them be stupid because, you know. And you don't get them hit? No. <laughs> I mind my business because the messenger always gets killed. <laughs> I mind my business and drink water. And that's that on that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so 50 Cent, you was talking about 50 Cent? No, you weren't. Well, we're going to talk no. about 50 Cent now. <laughs> All right, so speaking about 50 Cent, right? Recently, you know, well, to take it back, 50 is kind of a joker, right? We don't really take a lot of what he says seriously. Um, He's always clowning people, and he seems to have all the time in the world when it comes to battling and these feuds that he normally gets into, right? So recently, I'm not sure if you saw, he did an interview with Lil Wayne where um, they were talking about different topics. Uh, But one particular that kind of stirred a lot of people the wrong way was about Black women being angry and his love for exotic women. Um, Did you happen to catch that interview? Yeah, I did see it. After um, I saw the uproar first, and then I saw the interview. But, I mean, to me, it's just classic. Um, just black life in America, <laughs> you know. Without, I don't know. Nah, cause you got a little spicy with me. I um, did because that was before I actually seen it though. I didn't see it at that time, but the way you came at me was like I said it. I was like, what the fuck? I didn't come at you like you said. What did I? What did I say? What, what did I say that had you started so off was like, what you going to do when black women give up on y'all black men? I was like, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> like, y'all already plotting? <laughs> like, is it a day? Do I need I got bed? questions. Listen, we tired of it. Like, day in and day out, man. Like, we're constantly judged on these things by these guys who... But then at the same time, it's like, I don't know, maybe, I don't know what has to be done, but it seemed like there's a, a certain 
it's different narrative for black men, you know what I'm saying? But it just seemed like the one that's put out there is like the one that y'all, I don't want to say y'all, but society kind of feed into, you know? And then well, it's like, why his true. words are so important? You know that's what I'm saying? Like, true, though. I understand. Well, no, I ain't going to say it. Yeah. But that's because why I was trying to be careful because had... I, I want to be careful what I say because it's like so much deeper than just yeah. him. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, even when I heard him, as a man, I understood what he's saying because some black women do automatically think if you if that's your preference, then you have the self hate or you hate black women and you know it's it's just you but know. But that's the thing. Is but it no a one, preference oh. when you? I'm sorry. That's that's pretty much my question though. I wanted to get to. Is it a preference of you liking non-black women? when you have to do so in a way that puts down black women. That's I think is the problem. To me it looks like that's self hate. So when he when you say because I didn't see the whole interview, I just saw a little clip. So when you say he put down black women is because he said that black women have like some type of aggression towards him because he's dating outside his race? Yeah. So he was like, you know, I like exotic women. I mean, they exotic. I grew up in the hood. I didn't see anything like this. They like me. Oh, shit. Right. So mm. he's excited about their interest in him because it's something that is outside of the norm, you know, For when him. he was growing up that he could that he could achieve. He felt like. Right. And um, he's saying that when women, black women in particular, see him with said non-black women. They get angry, and he's like, "Yeah, see, that's what I mean. Y'all just angry black women. That's how I view y'all." And so, I think number one, not knowing the history of that, and then about saying maybe the black woman that came up to him was angry, and that's all he know. Not saying but that they every, might that's be why, angry, but that's but why that's why of, I was like, "We do in a black position women, like that." As a black man, you should know when, what to say out your word, like out your mouth. So somebody like 50 Cent is, doesn't surprise me that he would say something like that. So I don't, I think my whole thing is like, why give it life? Like why his opinion matter? Now I can see if this is like a well-respected black man, man that y'all know that's have a platform. But he's a successful black man with legitimate, <laughs> you know, business. But see, that's, that's what people, I mean, model as success. And for him to say that, then, I mean, that's yeah. why I was like. That's my problem. I, okay, so I say that to say. Like, like he can DJ be successful Khaled, right? as far as like, hold yeah, on, tap. Hold, up. Hold, hold on. DJ Khaled, right? DJ Khaled is, is Arabic, right? He's successful. His but, wife, is she a black woman? No, she's not. She's of his same nationality, right? But He loves black people. He's embedded in hip hop. Yet he does not put down one over the other, right? Okay. You have white men who date white women who may be in the hip-hop industry, but they don't put down one over the other. It seems to be that the black men in hip-hop who achieve a certain status who date outside of their race seem to put the down... Black man of hip -hop. What do you mean? He is a Who's black man he, in hip hop. He's one black man in hip hop. That he is, that but, but he's it's, not the it's only. It's a whole lot of black men in hip hop. But he's not the only one that has expressed those yeah, same type of but, sentiments. Yeah, and, and the show is is 
as of right, I, I get what you're saying. All right, yeah, that that's an issue within itself. But I don't think you should. Like, I don't understand why it was so much of a big deal. Cause like everybody know, Fifty Cent is ignorant. But that doesn't mean that he's um, a representation of black men or black men in hip hop. That's that's unfair to me. But. No, I'm not because saying it's not like it's not men. like we saying that city I'm girls saying. is a representation of all women in hip hop. Y'all, hey, right? In the sh- oh, I mean, if that's the case. Then why, <laughs> why, why would uh, you know why would a man want to intentionally get into uh, uh, with entanglement with a scammer? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, I'm so it's joking. like then we're gonna but, move accordingly. No, but my point is okay. So I don't know if you remember when San Santana, right? made a statement about how black men love Spanish women. They but catered see, to them more than black women. That I don't no, take I'm not, that I never I'm, took serious like that. You like, I would never take no... You don't personally have <laughs> to take them serious. But what I'm saying is their voices are magnified. They have platforms where other people who may be more impressionable hear them. So if they hear their voices, like 50 Cent is a father. You're raising two sons. So... If you're raising these men to have those same ideals, when they approach a black woman, they're not going to treat them with the same respect that that's they would a foreign woman. See, they black. Well, whoever raising them need to expose them to the. That's where parenting come into play. Like, cause shit, fuck, Fifty Cent and all his kids. Whatever my kids want to see, their representation of black people is going to be different. Yeah, but think about it. If you so, have a, I mean, you that's have why I don't daughter, put no thought. But I don't put too much thought about it, cause that's why I'm saying when I daughter, saw that whole Fifty Cent thing. I mean, everybody know whether it's Fifty Cent or no anybody. That's like a um, that's a problem that's within in our community. We already know that colorism right. and all that. So just because it's Fifty Cent, I don't expect for him to know any better because that's still a problem that we're dealing with in our community. Whether you're yeah, a hip hop artist or whatever. To tell you when you were growing up, that family business stays where. But There's we don't because we got on shade room. <laughs> exactly that's the problem that's the problem but you know other people make money off of it so of course that's what you know that's what drivers that's what people make success that's why you just said 50 cent is a successful black man he make his success off of trolling what what would you think any subject is off limits for him if he don't if he uses his own kid as a, a uh whatever a subject in shave room or whatever blogs or whatever what makes you think black women is excluded? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like it's all off of the like character. So it's unfair to me that in the comments that all black men feel like that just because you got two ignorant men no, on a platform. I wasn't saying all black men feel not like all, that. but that's I'm saying in the comments. I'm not saying you. That's what I'm saying oh, when yeah. you see it in the comments. That's a, that's like it's fucked up that you know you got this this viral video going on. But then in the comments, that's that's but then black men at the same time, we don't know how to I don't think we know how to really defend that or I don't even see too many explaining it. That's so what it's, I mean. it's hard, yeah. to explain, you know, that's the thing is like I see more people stand up for Jill Scott. Right. Recently than I did for people speaking out against that issue. Because that's and, a deeper because it's deeper. And that's the conversation you have. That's like what we can't have on social media and everything. That's like what you have to have individually because, you know, that's one of those topics, like you just said, like, you know, some things that family business have to stay inside. And that's so deep. 
And you know, it's now it's just become like you know, uh, I don't know if people have been desensitized over this whole subject or we just been used to it, but it became a, a tabloid headline. That's why I was like, you know, that's that's a hard question because you, it's so many factors that you have to consider when you give that right answer. So and I, I couldn't. I mean, you know. I understood you getting upset because, you know. I don't associate myself with people who share those type of views. So I didn't expect you to be okay with that. And I wasn't coming to you to say like, are you, you know, this is the type of shit that you portray, but I'm saying as a whole, you know, on, on, in, in broad daylight, this is the type of thing, the type of themes that are broadcasted and this is not okay. But, but the broadcast on that same the, platform, black women stand up for black men all the okay, time. Okay, so, so all right, so on these platforms that you talk about, mm-hmm. who like to me I always this is why I said always get deeper because who own these platforms really? We don't have no control. So if it, whoever want to control the black perception or whatever they put out in the media. Of course, it's not going to be, I don't think, in the right representation. It's like whatever we've been conditioned. You know what I'm saying? We're conditioned to um, black trauma. That's why black tabloids is, uh, that's why the shade room is uh, even a thing. Mm-hmm. Even though they try to clean it up, but, you know, even the whole Will and Jada is like, you know, once people not look for that type of news and kind of see what the real issue is, then we probably won't have to type of issues where it's colorism with black men that's successful on TV that know he got this audience can like represent us well. And I think that's what everybody looking for. That's true too. I mean, it is salacious. I'm sure. I mean, the interview was much longer than that, but that is the clip that social media chose to run with, you know, cause they knew it would be shock worthy and talk worthy. Um, but I guess it just hurts. It hurts coming from people who are supposed to have your back and you know, you would have their back, but they 50? so publicly disrespect you. Even 50. Yeah, I have 50, 50 back. I would say, listen, <laughs> if it came down to like, like power, for instance, right? How many people watch power on the strength of it's a black man? show that's having his back because so many no. other black shows fail but that's why you know he I mean? know that but that's why he he know that's why he he know that he could say whatever he can do whatever but he gave y'all some that's why people need to stop treating celebrities like what they say out their mouth especially over social issues or whatever like just let their talent just let their talent just do like if you that's it's like we got so much into their personal life like they don't even talk about their work no more it's like you know i don't know i would rather just talk about a lot of these people's work um, exactly yeah i wish they would shut up but, but then who gave well i ain't gonna say who gave little wayne uh like oh i didn't my God. <laughs> the blind leading the god darn blind for real <laughs> but maybe because i don't have money like how I don't do have you, money because like, maybe when neither when one have, of us, neither okay. one of us have children, right? And all I could think of, like, if I had a daughter and I'm Little Wayne, 
And I'm laughing at 50 Cent saying what he's saying about exotic women. How do I then tell my daughter that she's beautiful? How do I then tell her that her self-worth should be high? Because I'm praising another non-black woman based on features that my daughter doesn't have. If that makes sense. Like I'm, I'm putting value on someone else other than my own. Therefore, making it seem like her value is lessened. So what do you tell your black daughter? And that's why it's like the shit is, is, and I get it. Like what you say, like it's deeper than that. It goes deeper than that because now you're just raising generations of people who are hurt, who don't know how to heal, who don't know how to communicate with one another, who have issues of colorism and self-worth and the cycle continues and continues and continues. That's why I ain't having no kids. Fuck that, man. <laughs> you had 20 of them, watch. Oh, my God. It's like, I'm not even scared of being a parent, but I'm scared of other people's kids messing with my kid. This is what I got to deal with. Kids coming out of households like this. If it ain't this, then it's boosy household. I got worried about <laughs> all kind of craziness, man. But that's the way of the world, you know, because even if you don't have have to worry about, you know, defending yourself but then you got like you know within your own race i guess you know um then you got other races out here that think less of you or you know i don't know and that's why i say i always don't know i just because if i have kids even if you teach your kids what you know or what you think you know is right like you said it's other people yeah man you gotta worry about whether or not teachers gonna sleep with your kid Got to worry about sex trafficking. Got to worry about colorism. That shouldn't stop you from having a kid, though. Oh, my God. There's so many people that have kids out here now. You can't, you see, we're going to have to um, talk about the good side of having kids because, you you know, I'm sure it's probably a lot of people that's listening, but that's probably like, oh, shit. You're right. (laughs) I forgot about this. I would want to have a kid just to see how my kid can impact the world. Like, I would just want to raise the best human being I could and see what they can do to initiate some type of change in the world. I guess that's why any parent does it, right? Yeah, but then it's like... Besides, like, condom breaks and stuff like that. (laughs) Can't afford abortion, stuff stuff like that. Well, shit. (laughs) <laughs> and, and then look in, in 2020 so crazy now you gotta worry about the birthday party what you mean well you they know have Kanye, best... Kanye's running oh. for president under the birthday party <laughs> I thought you were talking about your kids birthday parties <laughs> you gotta worry about those too man some parties expensive but no man uh, have you seen this article in um what is it double xl the interview kanye talks about running for president yeah that's well i haven't yeah i heard i heard about it of course people will let you know okay so so let's let's cover uh what his platform is so far what we know so we know that he's pro-life versus pro-choice sorry i always get a little bit well I'm not going to so uh, 
pro-life means he's anti-abortion. I mean, to make it plainly. Um, pro-choice would be a woman's choice to do what she wants with her body. See, I think some, I think, uh, I don't know, supposedly somebody got him hip, so he deleted that. Um, from my understanding, Kim is pro-choice and has taken pictures with Planned Parenthood, so that made him delete it because it looks bad when one of your advisors is against your ideals. And I've read that it was kind of crazy that he was pro-life and not pro-choice, considering that they used a surrogate to have some of their children. Um, but yeah, so what we know is he's, he's pro-life, not pro-choice. Uh, he's running independent and creating his own party called the birthday party. Um, hey, it's and it's your because birthday. he believes that when he wins, it's everybody's birthday. Everybody loves a birthday party. I love my birthday. Um, and that he's modeling his campaign after Wakanda. And we all loved Wakanda. Y'all was throwing up the X, the black, you know. Wakanda forever, man. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, hearing those things, does it make you change your stance? Would you vote for Kanye now? <laughs> I already had issues of who I was voting for without him in the equation. So I think it made it. <laughs> I don't know. It's just I just laugh. That's what I literally do. When somebody asks me who I'm voting for, I just laugh. Because I know it might be just an ABC type of, you know how like you don't know the answer to a, a exam and you just really trying hard to figure out what could possibly be the right answer. That's how I feel about this person. It's like, all of the above. <laughs> right. But you don't, got, <laughs> you don't got that option. <laughs> like all of y'all could be president. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> all right. So. But I do I'm say gonna... vote locally. You know what I'm saying? If you can do anything. Facts. You know, um, pay attention to like you know your local what changes going on, especially with the pandemic going on. It's like you know maybe if that what you can consider like the main president and how they feel about local regulations, then so be it. But everything else that you see, I, I don't know. I'm not going. Political always been mayors, kind of, these judges, yeah. all of that shit is important. Council, Look at the laws. Council. Look at the laws that people trying to pin in, trying to pass through. You know. Yeah, the presidency is a fucking joke. But I did wanna, I wanna talk about like mental health, right? So after Kanye goes through his whole interview process and he starts to communicate a little more about what his platform is and where he stands, then it comes out that his family. Um, says that he's experiencing a bipolar episode and they're worried. They're worried. Mm. Now, is that bullshit? Because I feel oh. like Why? I feel like what? If this man like had admitted that he has, him, he does. He he does. He has admitted that he's bipolar. When they can't control him, when they can't control him. And they don't agree with what he's saying. 
they tend to blame it on the fact that he's bipolar when it's really just his ideas. I feel like sometimes it's a cop-out, it's a clean-up. Instead of letting him speak his thoughts freely. Well, that's what he's doing. That's what he's been doing. It's like yeah. they're just covering it up. They're cl- trying to yeah, clean it up. Yeah, they're trying to cover it up. That's what I'm saying. But I mean, but at the same time, you, but they don't like see if he say something crazy and it's still a result from his real thoughts or bipolar disorder or whatever. Then it's cool, you know. It's like it, it's like we can't pick and choose when he had this disorder. Just because he say something one time that we do like and then we don't like. Yeah, but how the hell can they blame it on that? Like. What if he no, really I'm just thinking that the audience have to consider that when he say things. And, you know, and not even saying that, you know, it doesn't make sense. But just put that in consideration. And that's what I'm saying about the whole celebrity. You know, we can't look at these celebrities as activists. You know, it's a, it, maybe now it has become one and the same. But, but being bipolar is a mood disorder. It mm-hmm. doesn't have anything to do with your belief system, per se. So well, I, I don't know. I, I mean, he's saying that yeah, it's a, it's like an, a mood disorder. Like it, you can be paranoid and like you you experience a lot of up and downs, right? But that doesn't necessarily have to do with what you feel policy wise. And I feel like they're trying to change the well, narrative to one that they would agree with. Registered to vote. So he what, just like, registered the vote. That's what I'm saying. Like he's trying well, to be involved. He's getting more knowledgeable. You but know? yeah, 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 and that's good. But I don't think it's going to get as far as he's not going to become president. Of I don't think not this time. Not. But maybe. But who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Donald Trump became president, so never say no. Well, Donald Trump has said that he he believes that Kanye. Is just gonna take votes from Joe Biden, and if that happens, I mean, it's just gonna divide the Democratic vote, and Trump will probably be president again. Speaking of Trump, have you seen him in his his mask? He's been wearing a mask. Yeah. So does that mean that like the coronavirus is more serious? I know the numbers have been going back up. So does him wearing a mask? Should we should we be afraid seeing him wear a mask? So I was afraid when he was talking about it, the way he talked about it, and how he just seemed like it was a joke, and then seeing the numbers going up, it didn't make sense. So um, him wearing a mask, maybe other people would take it more serious, um, like you know them uh, other Republicans, Trump supporters. And would chill out and flatland. Yeah, the carrots and all that. Well, I have a question for you. Do you think that we're testing too much, or did we open too soon? What What do you think is the biggest factor as to why the numbers are spiking the way they are? I think is more testing available than before, and um, I haven't really looked at the numbers at that, but. I think the numbers are spiking because more people are able to get tested, possibly. So uh, whether they have symptoms or no, no, you know, no symptoms. So uh, that's a difficult thing because it's like we just know that this virus is bad, you know what I'm saying? Like so, 
not even bad, but it can have long-term effects or it can um, take you out quickly. And I think that's the dangerous part is that it's so new that maybe people take it more serious. And I don't know. I really don't know. If there was a vaccine available tomorrow, would you take it? I would have to sit on it. I wouldn't. First instinct would be no. But then if I look at it and play it out and see how people. I don't know. I'll, I'll say no. But then it's like, what else can you do? Like, what else to do? Am I just going to sit in the house? Because it's still going to be going on. People still going to get it. I don't know. Yeah, I, I kind of I'm torn on, on the subject because on one hand, like Donald Trump doesn't speak well, but sometimes I kind of understand what he's saying. So I get like the whole we're testing too much thing, because mm-hmm. previously we were only testing people who were sick. Right. 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 With this illness being an illness that they can't treat, whether you have it or not, it's like. Okay, well, if we test you and you're not sick, you're supposed to stay home, which you were supposed to do anyway. Before, um, right. But now that's the why I think when you say that, do we think that um, they open things back up? But I think human nature, people wasn't going to be able. Look at, you know, people in Atlanta was in parking lots. You know what I'm saying? Ridiculous. So, so it's like. Um, you know, I've seen pool parties, even here locally in PG, in D.C., you know, uh, summertime. So well, we also I, think that they put, who, I think they figured that it's going to spread regardless. We also knew people who never really quarantined to begin with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's going to spread regardless. But to me, like all this but these testing same people only adds work to... Too. These same people work too. They, These same people probably nah, work. Nah, dang, schools. dang. It ain't How about say that? I know some people good. that be out here in these streets and then work at the grocery store. <laughs> they was always working. Grocery stores was always open. Right, but that's what I'm saying. People not as conscious. Oh, you're you know? saying to yeah. spread it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, like, all this doing is adding data for vaccines, right? If they could say 80% of people have it, we need a mandatory vaccine. I want all these people that's out in these streets to keep the same energy when they're forced to get this vaccine. I I want them to. Because they they contribute into the data. I want them to. But they wake up and I want them to be the first one lined up to get vaccinated. They can do whatever they want to do this whatever you know so i don't know i think some people are selfish and some people not consider it so it, it will never be um it have it will have to come down to the point where i think the government will get a vac- vaccination yeah, of course whether i mean i wouldn't take it i wouldn't take it but i mean it's gonna i think it's gonna come down to that point but the data is gonna show like i don't think at some point, we're going to have a choice. Like, if the numbers are so high, it's going to be like the measles. Like, you're going to have to get vaccinated for it to do certain things. And what we don't know is what's in that vaccine. Maybe conspiracy theorists in me. I'm not going to lie. But, I mean, just think about how much data is linked to, like, vaccines causing AD 
in kids or autism in kids. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what is this vaccine going to show in the next 50 years? Well, what is this virus going to show <laughs> if we have it in our body, in our system? But that's the thing. It's not going to change. If you already have it, the vaccine is not going to do anything. You already have it. Mm. Once something is already in your system, it's not like the vaccine is going to go in and then fight it. It's mm. only going to be effective for people who don't have it. Well, it's too complicated for me. That's why I try to limit my social <laughs> interaction. You know. Just I, stay at home, folks. Just stay home. But then people haven't, they saying that more people have a psychological issues, you know, staying at home. People got psychological mm-hmm. issues in the streets. I see them all the time. I mean. So what are you saying? The world is going crazy in general? Hell yeah. You've seen it. <laughs> So that's why you ask me all these questions. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Everybody I'm going crazy. Asking you for conversation's sake. I just want to know your opinion. These celebrities going crazy. The everybody politicians <laughs> going crazy. They've been crazy. I'm just trying I, to get my tribe. I think we're just home now, so we focused on it. How's your farm coming along? That's all. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get my farm. I'm gonna get my farm. So, okay, so speaking of of farming and, you know, business, Black-owned, there's been an ongoing theme lately of Buy Black, right? Blackout Tuesday and these particular days they set aside where you're not supposed to spend any money um, other than with Black businesses. Like, For one, I want to know if anybody collecting data kind of see like what numbers we have to support to be like all right this day we nobody bought like how, how can you track that like everybody can say that and post it online and look cool but i'm sure somebody bought something <laughs> that wasn't black because <laughs> it's hard course. you know yeah just because you buy something that's black that day some of the essential things i'm sure people didn't consider if it was black or not so it's like, what, what is that, you know, really going to, I'm trying to see what was, you know, who ever came out, how that became sociable or how that became viral. Like, what was it based off of? And I get the gesture, I get the gesture um, of it, but it's just like, like, how are we going to. The pandemic and, you know, with all the police brutality stuff, I think it's been um, magnified, like we need save these black businesses a lot of things are shut down you know they so few and far in between that we need to make a conscious effort to make sure that during these times black businesses stay afloat i think that's kind of where it came from right um but i guess my question in particular but i'm saying like i all right go ahead what do you think that black businesses have to do to make this more than a niche type of situation like more but than that's what i'm saying like so or, and what does the consumer have to do to make sure that black businesses thrive more than just on a tuesday i think any business owner will want to know how to like i don't think any black business should rely on this whole um notion of buying black you know what I'm saying? I don't, you know, shouldn't they shouldn't depend on that whole 
concept, even though it's a good thing, you know what I'm saying, that I guess to get the marketers, you know, engaged or whatever, but they should always have a plan to be able to thrive during downtime. You know, that's any business owner, you know. But then, yeah, but um, I'm speaking specifically to black business. Like, I mean, of course, that's what I'm saying. But then, that's what I'm saying. But in order to have a black business, business, but that's what I'm saying. You sold products. You've done business as a as a black. That's what I'm saying. But also as a business, I make sure they have good customer service. That's what a part of a good like anybody can get LLC. But to maintain a business, whether you're black, like if you wonder if that's your way of living and that's your, you know, what you're trying to do full time, your hustle, whatever, you got to have good customer service as even as a black business. That's why I said that black businesses shouldn't depend on just because somebody buy from you because you black. You wanted to buy from you because you a good businessman. You know, I don't want you to just buy on Tuesday because you seen somebody post me on something. I want you to, like, of course, like, I want you to, if that's the way you get to me, but at the end of the day, my customer service want to speak louder than anything or my service in general. So that's why I was like, even if maybe that's, that's what black business need to adapt. You know what I'm saying? Well, as because a consumer, I'll, what can they do to help you buy black on more than some holiday occasion? Um, I think as a consumer, I think if we see like we see mainstream products that we think is black, but I think as a consumer, be more conscious of searching for black businesses, good black businesses. You know, we know that it's not going to even the good black businesses. I'm not saying that, isn't, you know, um, it's not hustlers out there or people out there that got good products and good customer service, but. They may not have that platform to get exposed, you know what I'm saying? Because you see the same type of thing. But if we make a conscious effort to actually look for it, because, I mean, we got the Internet. Like, you know, we got the information there. It's just look for it. Like, if you want yeah. a good barber, then, you know, research. You Nowadays, you have, you have the tools that research, which you can research on your phone. And not even just take it as word of mouth, but, like, that's what I do. I find a lot of like T-shirts. So like, you know, I come across random things and maybe I need to make it a more habit. To, but usually, unfortunately, like a lot of black business don't last that long, you know. So things that I might have bought or supported three or four years ago don't exist now. <laughs> and it was good products. I would say like for myself personally, like I know I support products that I love. Right. The only product I would say like I'm really married to is probably but that's just because I like a uniform type of experience with my technology. Other than that, I am easily swayed. So if my experience is good, then I'll come back. Um, And I go based on what interests me, whether it's black owned or not. But I've had experiences with Black-owned businesses that weren't favorable. You know what I'm saying? And I've had people then come back and say, well, you you wouldn't do that if it was a white business. If you went to Macy's, for example, and they was late with your shipment, you would still go back to Macy's, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, shit, maybe not. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm the type of person that if I have a bad experience, there are so many other options in the world. 
I may not. But that's what ever I was saying. Go it goes back. back to a business. That's why black business owners should just look at their not focus on, oh, this is a black business. Because I think now it's like, oh, I already know I'm gonna get these holidays. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course any business do, but um that's where customer service come in. Like how you know even though Macy's might fuck up, but you know that you still they have some type of um, relationship trust with the customers, you know. Listen, I'm gonna tell you. I remember I don't know. I bought I don't buy shit. I bought two t shirts from somebody who I knew personally, right? It's a black owned business. I paid for the shirts, paid for the shipping. Never got my product. Talk to the person. No, I'm not gonna say the name. Because I'm not trying to put like I'm not trying to put smut on the business, but I'm just telling you what my experience was, right? And I saw the person, said something to them, still to this day have never gotten a shirt. It's been years. I can't even tell you how many. And all I can say to this point, like, I see people with the product on, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I know him. That's dope. Because this person is a dope designer. But if you ask me my experience, I'm going to say, how many years ago? I never got Maybe my product. Better. It was a learning process. It could have been. But the, the thing is, if anybody ever asked me, my only thing I could say is, I paid and I never got my product. And so I don't once know you how go many ahead and buy a shirt. Awesome. I pay for two. I pay for two. I'm not in the business of giving away money. I go to work like everybody else. So mm-hmm. what I can say is when I order from Bloomingdale's, guess what? My order shows up sometimes early. So I can't say why do I have to sacrifice? Listen, as a consumer, I don't give a flying, you know what, <laughs> why point A and point B couldn't meet. That's none of my business. That's none of my concern. All I know is once I spend my money that I work for, I expect my product to be here. So you giving me all these excuses is irrelevant because if it is Bloomingdale's, I wouldn't take that. I would be asking for a refund. I want to talk to a manager. I want to know how what you can do to rectify this situation. So why is it that I have to lower my standards for customer service and for business when dealing with people that look like me. Why is that? Because I know when it comes for when it comes to my talents and my skills and things that I do for other people, I don't expect them to expect anything less. I give them 110% everything that I can do to make sure that they get a good But product. it's a lot of black businesses. I support a lot of black businesses that got good even like this candle company, I forgot their name. I wish I knew their name, but to this day, they send me, I had bought one product from them at this little um, vendor and they sent me, and I seen how they grow. And there was some young black, I think it was two, three um, young black dudes, brothers, and they um, still send me stuff and their email, you know, still professional or whatever. Um, yeah. I think it's yeah, a lot I mean, of. That's what I'm saying, too. but it's good black businesses out there that I don't think that get a lot of yeah. good stuff. My mark card. But I think those bad ones kind of give a bad us. taste where it kind of hesitates you of like any black business you look at it's now. Not like, that I'm gonna have I'm the same experience. Hesitant. 
it's not that I'm even hesitant even still. Like, I'm not even jaded to the point where I won't support no black. But what am I? I will never support that black business again. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That like, that's like, just it. it for me. So. Yeah. It's any business. Like, yeah, it's a lot of business that we shouldn't support that. I think even that we tolerate certain things from different businesses, but we still depend on them because that's all we know, you know? I understand the value of my dollar. And you can make it up somewhere else. And that's, that's why fine. I try to make everything, money and everything I can that I don't have to buy. <laughs> and that's what's up, too. That's dope. But, I mean, like, for instance, like, my Martin cards, right? I ordered my Martin cards. I ordered Fresh Prince cards. They sent me another deck of cards and a bunch of gifts in my package. That's a Black-owned business. I promote it every event every party you know i can because they show me so much love and i'm that type of person but when you burn me i'm also the type of person that act like i don't know who you are and if anybody asks me i will tell them my truth period so any Whether black business or black business any black businesses out there if you see an order come from ricochet you better <laughs> make you sure better send it and make sure <laughs> You send that shit ASAP. Or you gonna and get put a, a Hershey kiss in that motherfucker. <laughs> you want gifts too. <laughs> Facts. Listen, I'm here to support black business. I'm here to support black people. I love my people. I'm so pro-black. I can't even tell y'all how much that, that has gotten me in trouble. But I don't support the subpar. Because I don't support subpar for myself. Period. And that's that on that. Shout out to the city girls. <laughs> I have nothing to say. I'm just <laughs> trying to get my farm. <laughs> Man, it's been a hell of a week. You got anything else you want to talk about? Um, Do I have any? No. I'm just trying to keep up. Trying to see when next week go to burn. <laughs> But hold on to your seat, man. Stay prayed up. And rest in peace, Breonna Taylor. So until next week, we love y'all. And arrest her killers. And arrest her killers, yes. Yes, that's important. Um, Stay prayed up. Stay safe. We love y'all. Have a good one. Peace.